book related, but shout out to my brother whose birthday is January 12th and he wanted me to wish him happy birthday. So, okay. This is for you, Nick. And welcome to the Book Jar Podcast, where me and my friend Megan talk about book-related news and topics on a bi-weekly basis, except for when there's like some holidays and then we yeah. take a couple weeks off to yeah, like... Yeah, we thought maybe we should, you know... Recuperate. Recuperate, rest, recuperate. Yeah. Eat lots of goodies and be merry with our friends and family. So we did that. Check mark. And now we're in the new year. So I guess happy new year. Happy new year. We're doing great. Like, I feel like I feel awkward for some, like, we haven't done this. Like, we missed one week and now yeah, it's like, just like all falling how apart. How do we podcast? What are we doing? What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> so how, so it's been a bit since we gathered, I should say. Yes. Um, And how, I guess, have you read any new books? Anything you kind of want to report there? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I want to start off with the fact that I did finish my goal for 2022 because Mm -hmm. I know we left off the last episode. I was like five books behind. Right. Yeah, totally. Struggling hard. And I mean, the only reason I did finish it was because... I did find those webtoons oh, on there. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So I ended up actually, well, I ended up like rereading Lore Olympus. Okay. Volumes one, two, three, and then like binged the rest of the webtoon. Right. So I added the the like volume two and three because I already read one. Right. Makes so sense. that helped. And then I found True Beauty on there as well because I think like there's two volumes out for that. So I put those in. And then I, the fifth book that I needed to read was Sleigh Bells Ring. Sleigh Bells Ring. Ryan yes. Tain, so I had to get my holiday read in yeah, before obviously. Christmas. Yeah, totally. So I'm glad I finished that because I ended up going like away for the holidays. So I really don't want to bring like two chapters left in a book on holidays. Yeah, so that's fair. <laughs> thankfully, I finished that and was able to start a new book. And yeah, so I'm just happy it's done. Yeah. And I learned a lot about myself with my goals and my reading style. Okay, excellent. But yeah, so those were the what I read. What those about you? Those were kind of what you finished off. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd already hit my reading goal. And so what I ended up reading was I read three books to kind of end off the year. Uh, so I read part two to these Violent Delights by Chloe Gong, which was Our Violent Ends. I didn't love it like quite as much as the first one, I'll say. Like I think there was there was definitely I wasn't as like enamored with it, like mm-hmm. for sure. But I did really still enjoy it. And then I had Damsel by Elena Arnold. So this was like a book that like I bought for like $7 or like $4 or something. Like it was on <laughs> yeah. sale. And I gave it five stars. I thought it was fabulous. Oh, really? And I was so surprised because usually nice. you get these like those discount books and you're like, they're fine or like they aren't good at all. Like yeah. it's like I, I rarely find one where I'm like, wow, that was stunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So highly recommend that one. Um, You can see my review on the story graph if you're interested in that. Yeah, it definitely shows how like, like placement in a store really affects these authors Absolutely. or like, t- like TikTok or whatever because it's like how many people have heard of this book mm-hmm. or like, you know, it just had like a small section like in the YA or whatever type of book yeah. it is and then 
you know, it's obviously not selling well because no one knows about it. And yeah, then all of a sudden it's $4 and you're like, oh, as well try it. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> like, and I don't know its journey to being on the $4 shelf. Like, I don't know what happened there. If it was like kind of acclaimed and then like didn't sell well mm-hmm. or was selling well and then stopped. Like, you know, you just don't know what happened. Yeah. So it was really interesting, but I thought it was stunning. I immediately gave it to Alex and was like, you have to read this. Like, I don't care what you're reading right now. This is more important. Yes. And she was like, oh, okay. Okay, I guess I, is it like a a fantasy then? So it is fantasy, but it's also, um, it's kind of fairy tale-esque, but it's very feminist. Okay. And I thought it was fabulous. Um, It would be one, like, I don't think it's, it wasn't like a, it definitely was talking about, like, there was a lot of themes going on, and it was talking about, like, oppressive societies and, like, oppression of women and misogyny and, like, all that stuff. So it was one of those things where, like, you definitely do have to, like, I don't know. I was considering how it was kind of interacting with my world the entire time. So it was, it was oh, a little bit more literary in that way. Yeah. Um, but it was it was really, really good. So, yeah, I really liked it obviously. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was reading A Venom Dark and Sweet, which I'm having a really, so this is the second of Judy Lynn, um, A Magic Stupid Poison. Right. And uh, I'm having just the hardest time like staying in that book. And then I was like, couldn't sleep the one night and I was like, you know what I should read? I don't know why this came to mind. I like I've had people be like, have you read this series? And I just haven't. And then I was like, suddenly, uh, suddenly I was like, it has to happen today right now at three (laughs) o'clock in the morning. This is a good idea. Um, So I read Bridgerton. Oh, so I read the first Bridgerton book, which was The Duke and I by Julia Quinn. I didn't think it was fabulous. I really didn't like it was definitely like if you like romance and you like those period pieces and you're a big fan of that absolutely like read Mm -hmm. it it's definitely worth the read if you like that kind of thing I thought it was I thought it was perfectly what I needed at three o'clock in the morning yeah but I didn't think it was like fantastic you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so it was it was definitely but I also started it and I was like this is gonna be so fast and it is 464 pages (laughs) wow so I was like and I slammed it all in like well not all of it I did have to stop reading at one point but like and go to bed (laughs) <laughs> but I slammed it pretty fast. So, like, yeah. It's, it's an easy read, yeah, for sure. Yeah, sounds like it. Did you watch the TV show? I have watched the TV show. Okay. So I was coming in with that what already. What did you think? Like, was there a lot of simul- similarities or was it? So they made some changes for the TV show that I actually really enjoy because I find, because the books all focus on one of the family. Like, mm-hmm. So um, for those who aren't familiar, the Bridgerton is like Bridgerton is about a family and their last they're called Bridgerton. And so each book focuses on one children like finding their love. Mm-hmm. And so it's much better in the show that you see all the children and you see like their friends and you like there's more characterization because like Eloise like is barely in the first book. Like she's mentioned a couple times. Mm-hmm. So you don't see her at all. So I'm like, that's really interesting because like, am I actually going to, like if I had just read the books, would I have actually cared about her character? No, I wouldn't yeah. have cared about her at all. And that was like a lot of the siblings. I was like, yeah, there's a little something, something there, but like there's not enough. And I guess it makes sense, but like it left me to be being like, there was like two well-developed characters and they were the romance. Yeah. <laughs> they were the main character and the love interest. So like- mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I just, yeah, if you want, like, something lighthearted and easy, it's definitely good enough for that. But Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was, like, fabulous. 
Okay. Well, yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I've heard it gets better also. Okay. So I don't know if that's the thing. Like, lots of people didn't like Daphne's story as much as mm-hmm. other characters' story. So I'm curious. But, yeah. like, a lot of the characters are add-ins, too. Like, the queen is in the character in the oh, book. Interesting. Yeah. I think that'll be, like, when you, like keep reading the series if you choose to do so like maybe those characters do get like stronger like yeah not just the love interest and the main character yeah but, maybe like, all of the characters yeah and then you get to know them more and i think that'll be yeah you know that makes it sense. could be good i don't yeah. know so i think it's gonna be something i probably just pick up as i get like bored or something yeah and, or need like a refresh or something yeah totally yeah so that's what that's what i've read and then i'm reading a venom dark and sweet and I don't want to say like it's bad. I'm not trying to imply that, but like it definitely isn't. It isn't keeping my attention and I don't really know if that's like my fault for like not being in the right mood and trying to force Mm -hmm. it or if it is actually something that's like not super great about the second book because I really did like the first one. So I'm I'm a little confused. Yeah. And it's a continuation, like same characters. Yeah. Same characters, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. But yeah. yeah, maybe you just need a little break from that kind of genre or like yeah, something like that. Or something. I'm hoping like it started to pick up and I started to get a little bit more into it. And then I'm just kind of I think I'm just going to sludge through it and see what happens. And then maybe yeah. I'll feel differently at the end. Yeah, it could like, just be a slow start or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I've been reading. And uh, yeah, I guess we can go on to today's topic if you want, unless you have anything else to add. No, no let's do okay. it. Howie has something to say. (laughs) So today's topic is, we talked about this at the end of the last podcast, but we didn't actually draw one because we wanted to go through kind of the books that we've read through 2022 and talk about our reading goals for 2023 and kind of just go from there a little bit. So why don't, like, I I guess, so I guess a good place to start is to say we are using Storygraph. Yes. And they do do like a year in review, which is kind of where we're going to start. Um, Yeah. Why don't, why don't, do you want to start with yours? Yeah. Are you just pulling it up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, why don't you start? It starts at the top with um, how many books you finished reading. So how many did you get? What was the final number? 30 exactly. 30 exactly. And how many pages? 10,500. Fantastic. So I did 56 books across 22,126. I don't think that's completely accurate because I know some of my books, they had a different number than I had of pages. Yeah. So that that was that was just kind of a little slightly off. So what was the what was the first book you read? Okay, so I love my. (laughs) So the first book I read was We Met in December by Rosie Curtis. And then I like ended the year. My last book with The Sleigh Bells Ring. So, so you are definitely cute. a holiday reader, which I love. I, I love it so much. <laughs> what were yours? Uh, you'll love this. So The Ones We're Meant to Find by Joan He. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely the, my first one. And then because I read it right at the end, right under the wire, Bridgerton, the Duke and I. <laughs> Complete opposite. Love yeah. <laughs> um. So they do do like a mood map. Uh, mine's relatively consistent so the idea behind the mood map is like you read like when you're reading lighter kind of like more lighthearted and stuff Mm -hmm. books and i i will say like january was the lowest point in my like heavy books i guess and then it just kind of goes up there was a dip in september so i guess i picked up a couple more heavy like heavier books in september but otherwise it's fairly like stable 
Mine's like definitely dipping. Mine started high. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I started with, you know, the Christmas one. And so then- you go from like <laughs> these like fluffy holiday reeds and then and then and then you just, just slowly slide down like, the I think hill. This one part's almost red. Not quite. It's like a dark orange. Yeah. And then after September, I get a little more, more lighthearted yeah. and then I end the year with a nice lighthearted yeah. one. So I think part yeah. of the problem with me is is if I do read a really heavy book, because I, I don't feel like I don't read them, but I definitely offset them. Yeah. Immediately. I'm like, the next book I read is like Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not going to, it's yeah. going to pull that line <laughs> up a bit. Yeah, for sure. All uh, right. Uh, so... Yeah, the next part I have is the books read, pages read kind of section. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think this is hilarious to me. So I will I will post this on our Instagram account because I can't quantify it in words how funny it is to me to see like very consistent reading, like ups and downs. But I almost dropped completely off the map in May. And then I did drop off the map in July. Like, like there's like, anything. there's like... <laughs> just the it's oh just like, it's you like busy and and i think what's really funny about that and really pulls out that contrast is that june i made up for it yeah i was like <laughs> i i clearly looked at may's progress and was like i didn't read enough in may i gotta read more so i read a lot in june and then i must have exhausted myself yeah i was like no <laughs> we're done we're yeah not, we're, we're gonna finish this. one book in in all of july and we're gonna call it a day <laughs> You know, that's fine. I I was like, the first half of the year, I would read like four books one month and then like a couple books the next month, back to four books. Mm -hmm. Did that pretty consistently. And then June, same, just like nothing. Nice. Nothing. Some pages, but I never finished. Me book. and you had trouble in the summer months. Summer, it's hard. It's hard. You know, we're doing fun, fun things. I mean, reading's fun, but other fun things. We're doing fun things. We're getting our vitamin D, guys. We live in northern Canada. Like we need the sun. We do need the sun. Yeah, it's um, true. And then you know, it was kind of like a little. And and then it shot up at the end. And then at the end, I was like, yeah. Mm reading all those webtoons really did the really, trick really, 2000 really pages in yeah. december that's fantastic that's great <laughs> you know what i think that's pretty common for you though because i i want to say you did something similar kind of last year where you were and i think that makes sense even not just trying to hit your reading goal but like it is colder outside you're spending mm-hmm. less time outside it is a little easier sometimes to pick up that book get under a warm blanket and just read whereas yeah. like in the middle of summer you're like i could go do all this like yard work i I could go for a bike ride. I could go get a coffee and like walk there. Like, so it is a little bit harder to like make time. And they like, you know what? Yeah, I could take a book out in the middle of summer and read. But then it gets hot and I'm like 20 minutes. I'm like, "Mm, I'm going to need the shade or I'm going to go. Yeah, do something else. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. It's true. For that long. (laughs) I will say, and I do think that this might be something that like, because I know you've been kind of picking up more audiobooks, and I wonder if those would be really helpful for you in the summer. Yeah. For like walking and stuff like that, just like making a point. Because yeah. you could even do that if you were like gardening or like yard oh, totally. work and stuff. Like, I definitely, like, I did do that for walking was audiobooks. I got into those like probably like halfway through summer. Mm. So I think, like, yeah, just doing anything outside, even yeah. if it's by myself. Audiobooks. Audiobooks would be the way to go for sure. So the next part is how, like, much, like, whether you met your reading goal and then how much you basically overdid Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So I did 108% of my books read and I did 123% of my pages read. Oh. Yeah. 
So honestly, seeing it like this makes me feel good about myself. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, because yeah, like my pages was 105%. And then obviously my um just reading goal was 100%. But you know, like I'm like, I did it. I made it over the amount that I needed. And yeah. it makes me feel good, even if it was kind of stressful for even a little if bit. I was stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like I like looking at it. It's encouraging. It is very sure. encouraging. Um, and then the next one is kind of the top five genres mm-hmm. you spent the most time with. I think this is super interesting because they'll have a couple that cross over into one or more genres, obviously. Yeah. And so I read my top one was fantasy with 33 books being clocked in as some oh, sort wow. of fantasy. So 33 out of 56 is a pretty good number. Yeah. <laughs> like that's sure. over half. Yeah. So I read over half of fantasy books, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not unexpected. No. How? What was your top one? My top one was actually romance with twelve. <gasps> Fantastic. Yeah. So. So you have a you had a lot of diversity in your mm-hmm. your books. Then I would say with like because you read what thirty something. I read thirty books. Yeah. Yeah. And so. so with having only twelve being your top one, like that means you really, which was a goal of yours this year. So I think that that's yeah. cool was to diversify. True. A little it does bit. show that I kind of did meet that for sure. Yeah. Um, I have Romance Next coming in at 23 books. Mm-hmm. And then I have Young Adult at 14, Contemporary at 8, and Science Fiction, which this is a bigger, this is definitely a bigger upkick than normal, which is six. So I read six oh, okay. science, That's sci-fi pretty books. That's good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm impressed you. with that. Um, my second one was Contemporary at 11, nice. which is like, I'm kind of surprised about because I'm not like a huge contemporary person. I think those holiday books really get you, Meg. Yeah. The holiday books, damn, yeah, got me. Yeah, because <laughs> they're not, they're not fantasy. No. They're not young. Ad- they're definitely not a young adult. No, <laughs> some of them <laughs> definitely not. But yeah, they're just like yeah, I just love reading them. Yeah, they make me make me happy. My third one was fantasy at nine. Okay. Um, young, my young adult was also nine, and then graphic novels was my fifth one with five. So that's a new one for you too. I yeah. Would bet like to have that many on. Yeah. Especially once you chose to read and you didn't have to read for like a course or yeah, something exactly so that's pretty good that's I'm impressive happy with all that for sure yeah we definitely I feel like we switched spots a little bit because I know usually you are pretty heavy on the fantasy yeah I definitely didn't read as much as I typically do yeah and like I could definitely feel it in my like reading that I was like getting a little burnt out from not reading fantasy as much. Yeah. Which is weird because sometimes I can overdo it on fantasy and I'm like, yeah. I need something different. And then like this time it was like, I just maybe didn't have enough yeah, of it. Totally. True. Yeah. Um. So the longest book is next. Oh, I can I guess yours? Yeah. Uh, Priory of an Orange Tree. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Do you know how many pages it was? Um, 980. 848. Okay. Yeah. Still, yeah, that's, so that was that's my hefty. longest one. I don't know what yours would be. Mine was the Dragon Republic RF Kuang, 656. Pages. So I was going to say RF Kuang, but then I was yeah. like, I don't think I don't think it's going to be that. But then, yeah, okay. So, and how many pages? I'm sorry, I totally missed uh, that. 656. So it's that's not, a that's a good book. Yeah, it's a good Anything a big over book. 500 really does start to yeah feel like it's over five especially if it's not like holding like i mean dragon republic was a good book i'm not saying it's not but like it was definitely like dragging my feet there for a little bit right right right. it did take me a while so what was your shortest my shortest was the lost daughter by 
Elena Ferrante. <clears throat> and that was 140 pages. That's not too short because mine was 32. That's very short. What is that? <laughs> so it was I Want to Tell You Lies by John Lane, which is a book of poetry. Oh, okay. And it was actually like, it's, it was, it's probably the smallest book of poetry I have. Mm-hmm. I did pick it up because I was feeling frustrated with being a little bit behind my reading goal. Yeah. And I was like, I can read 32 pages. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think you could. <laughs> um, but poetry does take me longer because you actually kind of sit with the stuff a little bit longer. True, so yeah. like it still took me longer than it would take me to read like a 32 page like short story or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. That was, I, I definitely, that was definitely, that was, the, I think that's the smallest book I own, let alone the fact that it's like the smallest book I read last yeah. year. <laughs> I don't think I'll be beating that soon. No. <laughs> uh, so the average length of the books I read was 391 pages and it took me approximately six days to finish each book. I think that that number is super interesting. I feel like the poetry book just brought your number down. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, other ones too. Yeah, but like the poetry one definitely is affecting that number. Also, the six days to finish I think is really funny because again, I think I either take like a week Mm -hmm. to read a book or I read it in one day. Yeah. So it's interesting. I did leave one on my reading list a little bit longer than I probably should have because I had started the first page, put it in there, and so it became a very long reading process, and I didn't realize this was going to be, like, brought up again. Yeah, (laughs) calling us out here, story graph. So how about you? Um... Average length I read was 347 pages. Okay. And... Took me around 18 days to finish each book. I don't think that's <laughs> terrible though, because you really did go outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. And I know you read some just longer, longer, different, different yeah. books. And you're not, you know, you're a self-proclaimed not fast reader. Yes. Like you're not a slow reader, but you're not a fast reader. So I, I would expect that it would come in at that. Because yeah. I'm a fast reader and yeah. it says my average was around six days. So yeah. like, it makes clearly any- we just leave some books on oh, our for shelf sure. for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And there was a couple that did take me a month. And I think that really like increased yeah. the average there. And like, look, t- you know, like looking at my books that I'm reading right now in Storygraph, they've been on there for a while. So that's, I know by the end of this year, it's going to be just as long, if not longer. So. Totally. Um, so they have Iron Widow down as my shortest, like least time spent on the read. I think that's mostly because I actually put it in when I read the first page and then I finished it that night. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it was marked as finished within a couple hours. Whereas there's a lot of books that I just didn't put it in because I knew I was going to finish in one sitting. Right. So I don't put it into like my currently reading and I just put it as read so they don't know how long it took me because mm. I don't have a start. You know what I mean? So I yeah. think that that was why because there was definitely like other ones I think took less time mm-hmm. like my 32 page poetry book. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my least amount of time was two days and that was for Laura Olympus volume one. Fantastic. Fantastic choice. Yeah. Um. So my most one is really funny. Okay. So what is your most one? Because I'm actually curious of it, how much longer it is than mine. <laughs> it was pre- it's, it's pretty high. Do you think it's going to be longer than mine? Uh, I don't know. Like this one is one that I started reading it and then I had to get the audiobook to finish it. Oh, yes. Or else I probably wouldn't have finished it. 
Yeah. Which was the burning god. 136 days. Okay. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. I thought I thought yours was going to be a little shorter than that. No. Mine was 41. That's pretty long for you. And it's hilarious because it was not one that should have taken 41 yeah. days. Like I said, I read the first page, put it in there, and then I read a di- I read like two other books, I think mm. what ha- is what happened. Mm-hmm. But it was codenamed Sailor V. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So I just didn't finish it. Like yeah. I just, uh, just like like it did take me forty one days from start to finish. Yeah. So that's really interesting to me. And um, I'm I'm kind of curious if maybe I do that more than I think I do that, where yeah. I start something and then I don't actually read it and then I come back to it later. Yeah. Because I don't DNF, but I do I do put books on mm-hmm. pause. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually curious if, despite being a fast reader, I sometimes do take a while to finish a book. Yeah. Interesting. So that was just interesting to see. Like it. And just like, for me, I'm just like, I don't think mine was 136 days. I guess if you go from when I started the physical yeah. to when I started, finished the audio, but like to do the actual that audio book, really count it was like a month. Yeah. Because yeah, I restarted it technically. Anyways. All right. So next section is the authors you spent the most time with in 2022. I don't love this list because, and I always have this problem with authors that are like your most read author or something is it's like, I feel like sometimes my favorite authors don't publish a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's not always true, but they'll have a limited amount of books or they take more time writing them and stuff like that. Whereas like I'll read certain authors that are like a little bit more of a fluff read and they have more books out. Anyway, I'm saying all this because Sarah J. Moss is on my list. Oh, yes. <laughs> but yes. actually, my number one one is uh, Rick Riordan, which I'm oh, not right. sad about mm-hmm. because I did uh, finally read the Percy Jackson series and I did really enjoy it. Yeah. So that was fine. Uh, that one clocked in at five books. And then I have two tied for second, which is Scarlet St. Clair, who wrote, if you remember, I read like a Persephone retelling that I like oh, kind yeah. of didn't enjoy, but I read through to the third book. And Sarah J. Moss, which I read... Obviously, we all love to hear A Court of Thorn and Roses <laughs> and the companion novels. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. No, that's fair. And I, for me, like, I had R.F. Kuang for three books, Rachel Smith for three books, mm. and Yang Yi for two books, which was the true beauty mm-hmm. author. And... You know, like, typically I would be that person that if I'm reading a series or, like, love an author, like, I'll go out and buy their other books. But you were trying to diversify. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's very interesting to see how the goals are just, like, changing everything up. Yeah. Changing all your stats up. Yep. So my average rating, which I think this is really cool, is 4.23. Two three. <laughs> two three. Four point two three. So I have a lot going on all over. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does say, you know, below that, like looks like you know how to pick them, which I was like, I would kind of agree with that, but like the ones that I didn't like, I really didn't like. Yeah. So I really pulled down that stat, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what yours was. Um, mine was four point two five star. Oh, you beat me. Uh point zero two. Yeah, I don't know. I mean it I I'm not a hard marker i guess yeah if that you're not sense. you're not i there's a there was a couple books that when i was looking through the reviews of them i was like why didn't i give this a better grade yeah <laughs> like, i was like i was so harsh yeah <laughs> like i really didn't want to give the five yeah like i don't like i i have given out like a few five star reads which is like the next topic the next but like i why don't you have go ahead wait, go ahead to that part. how many do you have there uh so five four what four <laughs> five you can yep. count. I believe in you. One, two, three, four. 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 You have four. So I actually have six. But you also read more. I did it. read more. <laughs> so it's not surprising. <laughs> it's like, shut up. You read more. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so I did have six five star reads, which I'm impressed with because, again, I did feel like a partway through the year, I was like, there was a couple of these that I was like looking for something wrong with. Yeah. And I was like, why am I doing that? Like, yeah. I, it's one thing to engage critically with the book, I feel like. And I do stand by a lot of my like, like, I didn't give Iron Widow five stars. And I kind of stand by that because I do think the pacing at the start of the book was not perfect. Yeah. And I kind of wish was a little bit different. I I felt like something was missing from the beginning. And I, I stand by that. Absolutely. A thousand percent stand by that. I also stand by not giving Daughter of the Moon Goddess one, even though I will recommend that book to literally anyone who will listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> so I... Because, again, the beginning felt very rushed. Mm -hmm. And I I felt like I wanted more, just like a chapter more with the characters. And I was really missing that when I came to the end of the book. I was like, I really wanted more of this because it would have made the whole journey better. Mm -hmm. But like a couple of times I did catch myself when I was writing the review being like, well, I can't give it five stars. And it's like, no, I can though. Like if it doesn't deserve it, that's okay in my head. I don't think anything's wrong with giving it like a 4.75 versus a 5. Like, I still think that's a good book. But like, yeah, I was like, I did have to catch myself to be like. Yeah, and I think like between you and me, like you're definitely more of the critical like reader. Whereas Mm -hmm. for me, it's like I could still like find some things not like I'd be like, oh, like that grammar's a little off to me or whatever. And I would still give it five stars because I enjoyed reading that book. Whereas like for you, you are looking at like the writing style. I'm like, did the writing style fall short? Was there anything kind of complaint I had here? Mm -hmm. And I do really think about it in its categories, right? Like I will give things and I'll be like the characters and the plot were five stars, but the writing wasn't. Like I didn't Mm -hmm. think the writing was strong enough. Like it's actually kind of like just fine. Like it was like a 3.75 in writing, but everything else was fantastic yeah so you're yeah you're totally right like i do sit there and i analyze mm-hmm. so out of curiosity uh what were your four five-star reads uh so the annual migration of clouds by preemie muhammad right so that was like a short story kind of one that i read and the other three are all um graphic novels fantastic so volume two and three specifically for laura olympus fantastic yeah <laughs> i don't know what i feel like i gave volume one also five stars or may- maybe nearly five stars yeah and then fangirl by rainbow rowell which is like volume one of that and nice. i i put that as a five because i read it and I it's like a it's a young adult novel yeah so like i've been curious about it and i kind of wish i just got the novel but i was like i needed a break Mm -hmm. and it was just like easy to read fun and i just loved everything about it so i gave five stars and i immediately wanted to read volume two but it wasn't out yet (laughs) that's a good sign that's a good sign (laughs) what were yours uh so i have i have it like quite all over which is nice um so i have persuasion by jane austen i have the anthropocene reviewed by john green uh before the coffee gets cold by Toshikazu Kawaguchi and the Dictionary of Lost Words. I feel like you're having flashbacks to me talking about yeah. this. <laughs> I'm like, I remember you talking. You look about very it. thoughtful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Dictionary of Lost Words by Pip Williams. Um, These Violent Delights by Chloe Gong, and the last one of the year was Damsel by Elena Arnold. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a good variety there. I like, really deserved. I, I like. really appreciate that I didn't end up because I wasn't trying to think of it this way but I I do really appreciate that it didn't all end up being kind of like oh I only give five stars to classics or something because I would hate 
I would probably look at that and be like, wow, I might be kind of being elitist in my like yeah. criticism. But the fact that they are kind of all from all over, we've got like a couple fantasies, we've got nonfiction, we've got magical realism, we've got historical fiction, which is wild to me because like it's not my favorite genre. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was like actually really impressed to look at that. Mm-hmm. No. Um, so then it has like our ratings. I don't want to go into like all of our ratings. I'm just curious what the lowest rating you gave. I know I beat you. My lowest rating was just three stars. Yeah. And I, you can't click on it to see what it was, but I'm sure I could look it up. But um, yeah, so mine was two. Mm-hmm. It was Colleen Hoover. Oh, it yes. ends with us. Yes. And then obviously I've, my highest was five because we just talked yeah. about that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what was your most given rating out of those? My most given yeah. was uh, four. Same. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like, so we've talked about this lots, but um, in case you're new to the podcast or something, like we do talk, like I, anything above like a four, mm-hmm. I still think is a fantastic read. Yeah. It's just, I think there's maybe something you might, like might not be perfect. Yeah. And that's totally fair. Um, And then when we get to the 3.5 above, that's where I'm like, I would recommend this to most people if they already like X, Y, or Z, like the yeah. genre or the author or mm-hmm. the whatever. When you start dipping down to like, like even closer to three, I would still probably recommend under the right circumstances. And then anything below three is probably not a recommendation. Mm-hmm. And anything below two and a half is like, I actually actively did not like this book. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I didn't give away a lot of twos. I actually, it was only one. Only one. Only one. And then my next lowest was actually a 3.25. I want to, I'm just going to quickly look up what my three was because now I'm curious. Yeah. No worries. Oh. (laughs) So my my 3.0 was... The we met in December, so my first read of Your the... first, so you started off strong. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, yeah. I started off with um, the ones we're, looking, we're meant to find. Yeah, you went like I, I went good, high, and then I <laughs> bombed myself because it ends with us. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> so our next bit is like your highest, like, so mine is the highest rated month, which was December. Okay. And which is interesting to me. And September wasn't my favorite month, apparently, because I had an average rating of 3.94 in that month. So that's interesting. My So May was my highest average rating of 4.63 stars. Okay. And January wasn't my favorite, probably because of the we met in December. Probably because of that. 3.67 was the average there. Uh, I read my most pages in February. At 3,078, which is impressive because February is shorter. Yeah, that's pretty good. That, that was probably Priory of the Orange Tree. It probably was. <laughs> I think it was. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, my, and this makes sense, like was um, December with 1,837 pages. Did you were slamming back that room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this part I think is really funny because it says other StoryGraph users and your 2022 reads. Okay. <laughs> and um, so it says my most, so like the most shelved book that I read would be like, so that means like other users. Other users have yeah. also put it on their shelves. Yeah. Was It Ends With Us was Colleen Hoover. And then it said it's 242,000 users that shelved it. Wow. And I gave it a two star rating. <laughs> <laughs> I said, not for me. Yeah, thank you. Like, in the minority there, for sure. And then my least shelved book was I Want to Tell You Lies by John Lane. 
Because I'm the only person who has the bookshelf. You're special. <laughs> You're starting a new trend. There you go. I support you. Um, my most shelved was We Were Liars by E. Lockhart. Nice. And that was 193,086. Well, I, I knew immediately that had to be less than It Ends With Us. Yeah, oh, for sure. Or else you would have had it I would have had too. it too, yeah. Um, I rated it 4.75. And then my least favorite was We Are All the Same by Jim Wooten. Um, and that's a biography. And the least shelved was 117 users, but I gave it a 4.5. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, so the highest rated one on my list also was Laura Olympus Season 2. Okay. And my rating, so the average rating was 4.69, mm-hmm. and my rating was 4.25. Okay. Hilarious. I'd love to reread that review and know why I didn't yeah, give it more. Yeah, why didn't you give it more? But this is what I mean. There's a couple that I've read, and I'm like, <laughs> like what did if I, I had to guess, this would have been like a 4.75 or yeah. a 5, right? Yeah, just like why exactly you chose that. Yeah. Um, my highest rated shelved was The Dragon Republic by R.F. Kuang, and it was rated 4.49 stars, and my rating was 4.5. So, so about average. So about right on yeah, average. Yeah, right, right on there. Right on, <laughs> pulling it up back to 4.5 a bit. Uh, so I explored the works of 28 new authors, oh, which is really interesting. So I think that's a, that was a like half of what I read. Half mm-hmm. of what I read was new authors that I had never read before. Yeah. So I think that that's really interesting to know. That is cool. Mine, actually, I'm impressed by this. 31 new authors, which I, I must have started a book along the way and never finished it. Sounds about right, because I only read 30 books. So you tried 31 <laughs> authors, but yeah, you did not yeah, succeed yeah, in like, finishing mm. them. So, yeah, like I read like... Well, and you read, a, you read a couple series, so you, there must have been more that you tried and didn't yeah. finish yeah there must have been a few that was like nah i don't got time for this so yeah definitely interesting like you i mean you introduced me to a few of them like rachel smith mm-hmm. and sylvia moreno garcia who did the gods of jade and shadow yeah so like yeah i mean e locker all yeah. these ones that i've never read before but i've always been like interested in so yeah fantastic so 38 books i read were part of a series okay <laughs> makes sense you've read a few series this year <laughs> that's I know, but I looked at that and I was like, yeah, that would explain why my TBR did not shrink. Yeah, because you kept buying the next book. <laughs> you read 56 books and 38 of them required yeah. another part. You just like finished a book, look at your shelf and you're like, I'm going to the store. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, I and had, yeah, how about you? I have 15 books. Which is so low for you. Yeah. Because you used to only pick series. Yeah, I would have to finish the series, which like, I mean, I know we haven't talked about our 23 goals, but that one of my goals is to, like, mm-hmm. I have a few series that I haven't finished and there's literally one book left and I'm like, I want to finish those series Yeah, like, let's year. get this crossed off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did not have any rereads. Me too. No yeah. Rereads. So I thought that that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I finished all the books I picked up. I had no DNFs. I... So it does have the burning god on here as a DNF, but again, like that's the whole audio my physical yeah. copy. And then I also started The Nest, which was an audiobook I like borrowed from the library, which to be fair, wasn't great in my opinion. So yeah. I probably would have DNF'd yeah. it anyways. So that was probably one of your new authors as well. Yeah. Oh, that's probably it. Yeah. That's the 31st one. Mm-hmm. 
I read 30 books from my own shelf. So the thing I don't like about this stat is if I bought it and then read it, it still was from my own shelf. Yeah. So I was like super impressed with that. And then I was like, wait a second, because the book that they use, because they have like little like books kind of pulled out mm-hmm. on mine, right? Like that. So they the book they used was a book that I had bought this year. Oh, and I was no. like, hmm. Wow, the stat sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think in reality it trimmed off my physical TBR as much yeah. as I wanted it to because I was buying so many books and then reading them. At least I was reading them, though. Yeah. Oh, So, like, sure. 30 books from my own shelf, at least. Yeah. But that mm-hmm. means 26 came from somewhere else. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I read 19 books from my own shelf this year, which, again, like, I did buy a couple... Like, yeah, I did buy a few and then just read them right away because I was yeah. in the mood for that. But, yeah, it's all right. I think, is that your last section? Uh, Yeah, and then I just have, like, 2022 at a glance. Yeah, so I have a few extra because I'm, I'm a plus member. Special. special. So compared to 2021, I increased the number of books I read by 124%. Wow. And I increased the number of pages I read by 170%. Uh, it shows my mood map in comparison to my friends, which is like kind of disappointing because it's like, but it's funny because yeah. it's actually like the exact opposite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so where where mine like goes up a little bit, everyone else's went down mm-hmm. a little bit. So I think, thought that was really interesting. And then it kind of breaks down categories. And what I think is really interesting is it breaks down the components of the components of my highest rated reads. So the moods that I am most likely to give a high rating to are hopeful, informative, and reflective. I'm more likely, apparently, to give a higher rating to a pace that's slow, which hmm. I think is super weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and then I start to think about it. And I think it makes sense because it takes so long to get into that. Like once I'm into it, I think it feels worth it. Yeah, more satisfying. It's sure. more satisfying, and they've done more of the setup. Whereas, like, I think with some of the faster pace, like, yes, it's easier to start them, but I don't know if it's always, like, more involved of a read. Right. Um, more likely to give it if it's nonfiction. Um, and I like character-driven, which we already know. Yes. So. Yes, totally. Yeah. And then 2022 at a glance um, as well. So, yeah. Was, very cool. That was cool. It's fun. So how did you feel when you looked at all that? Because I know one of your goals was to, like, diversify your read. And I'm kind of wondering, like... Did you feel like you had kind of accomplished that? I would say so. I think like throughout the year, I didn't really notice it, which is weird because I obviously was making a conscious effort to read something different than the previous book I read. But yeah, to actually be like, yeah, like you tried these 31 different authors and, you know, like the top five, like two of my top five genres are ones that I typically go to. But like the other three But they three were definitely were in a different, different order than I would have expected. For yeah. You. Yeah, so I mean, and again, like, they're just components of those. It's not like that whole book was based, was all romance or all fantasy or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. I was, it definitely made me feel better because at the end of the year, I was just kind of like, wow, I didn't accomplish anything. Yeah, I didn't feel like it because, well, I think like looking at those reading goals just like really like punches you down (laughs) when you're not not meeting them. You're like, oh my gosh, I have so much work to do. Yeah, but what about you? I felt okay. I didn't, I wasn't in love. Again, I was very excited because one of my goals was to read more of my physical TBR. And I was really excited when I saw that 30 of them had been books that I already owned. Yeah. Which I do actually think is higher than 
normal. Like I do tend to go out for my books a lot, but I did buy a lot of books. So I don't even really know if that really counts as much. So that's something I am looking to like change with the upcoming year. Like I'm hoping I can kind of switch gears a little bit. I was really happy that I completed 56. Like Mm -hmm. I was really happy with that number, especially because I know I had some reading slumps that I think if I had been more flexible with what I was reading, I could have gotten out of faster. Yeah, totally. I mean, I say that and then I'm like, I'm going to trudge through the book that I'm feeling. So I don't know if it's going to (laughs) work. But yeah, so I guess that kind of takes us into like what your reading goals are for 2023. Yeah. Do you want me to go? Yeah. Okay, so I mean, I already said one where I want to finish series that I've started and like some of them I even have the books already. So that kind of goes to my other reading goal, which is reading the physical copies that I own or if I do want to get a new book or like whatever, I either like get it through the library Mm -hmm. um, or through like my ebook or whatever, which I can do through the library too. So it's more so just like not having that space for physical copies Mm. in my own home and just like I don't know. Like, it's just kind of like the mentality of like, I don't want to spend too much on just like having the physical copies. Right. I don't know. So yeah, we're going to try that. I do have an e-reader that I should use more as well. So it kind of ties in with that. Um, as for like my actual reading goals for Storygraph, um, I did do less books because I felt like trying to reach 30 books was a kind of stressful. Yeah. And also, like, not super satisfying because I wasn't, like, reading books that I really enjoyed. Yeah. And then I was almost like, I need to finish this book because I'm not going to reach my, like, I don't have time to actually, like, quit it and start a new one is how I felt. So my reading goal is 20 books. Okay. Which I think is, like, way more manageable. And I still kept my pages goal at 10,000 because, like, that is more you see that daily. Like that's yeah. a daily result for me versus, yeah, like slowly seeing books being counted up. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. I'm And I, I mean, I'm not doing the goal of like different genre or anything. I'm just going to read what I feel. You had like, enough you know, of that. I was like, you know what? I did my thing. I know what I like. Yeah. Um, And there are books that I want to read that are different genres, but because like, because I was such in that mentality of like, it has to be different from the previous one that I just Mm -hmm. didn't reach for those books that I wanted to read yeah yeah but what about yours so I have a again I I want to read more of my physical TBR it's sitting in my living room staring at me Mm -hmm. every day so like I would like to get it and it's on two shelves right now but right now there's overflow piles (laughs) yeah so the first goal is to get it to the point where there's no overflow piles and then the actual goal is to get it so I can put other things on those shelves yeah yeah so part of that is, uh, so my my actual reading goal in Storygraph is 75 books. And I've put an addendum on this to myself, which 50 of them, mm-hmm. so about the number I read last year, has to be a book I owned as of January 1st. Okay. So what I did is I exported my shelves from Storygraph and I took out all the books that I've already read. And I took out all the books that I don't own that were on my TBR. And then the rest are the books that I own that are still to be read. And I put them, which this was the annoying part because it didn't pull out. And I wish it had pulled out the page number of each book. Mm-hmm. But I did actually go through, found the page number of each book. Not manually, by the way. I just did it like looking them up in Storygraph because yeah. that would have been a pain. Yeah. 
But I put in the page number so I know. And then I ordered it from shortest to longest. And so I can keep track of how many I've read that I owned as of January 1st. So I'm really excited because I think this is going to be one where I can really see it throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Like in June, hopefully, what this will mean is that I have like 35 books not sitting upstairs in my house. Yeah. Because again, and I, again, for maybe new listeners, or maybe I haven't talked about this in as much detail, I have my TBR upstairs, and then in the basement is, like, my actual library of books I've read. Mm -hmm. So there's this nice little, like, reward I get to do where I get to put them downstairs. Yeah. That'll Um, be nice to, like, actually see it going down. Yeah. And I think it's going to be one of those slow things where, like, you know, I'm going to look at like it in like June or like August or September or something. And I'm going to be like, wow, you can actually see the difference. Yeah. But I think also it's going to be just like a little bit of a, it's, I feel like it's also going to feel a little frustrating because like if you read a small book, it's not going to make a big difference. Mm -hmm. And you're really not going to see a difference until a couple months in. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Interesting. And like, I know for me, like, I feel like I would look at the shelf and be like, it's almost done I should buy a few more (laughs) yeah so I think the other half of this is like I'm totally allowed to buy more books Mm -hmm. but there's something very um mental about it for me because I'm seeing the shelf yeah and so when I go to the bookstore like so when I went I bought you a Christmas present and it was obviously a book yeah it's not a huge surprise (laughs) but I did buy you a book and when I was in there buying you a book and I was buying one for Alex as well I was seeing books that I was like, oh, I this is beautiful. I would buy this. But I had already put up the shelf in my house. Mm-hmm. And my brain literally was like, there's not room. Yeah. There's physically not room for you to take this book home. Plus, I signed up for a couple of the book subscriptions. Right. So I have books coming in. So my brain, like, it, I, it, it's been doing wonders for mm-hmm. how I'm thinking about it. And I am really, good. really happy that I'm actually thinking it over now. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, and I know there's going to be a couple books that I buy throughout the year. Like I'm not being naive about it. And there's probably going to be like one big splurge purchase where I re-add like 10. But in my head now, that's kind of a punishment too because now I have to look at the shelf get fuller. Yeah. And be like, is it going to break today? Is it going to break today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might need to add some reinforcement on yeah. it. <laughs> it's probably a heavy shelf. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's my book goal. And... Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm leaving it really open if I, and I think my like maybe like tertiary goal is almost it's okay to DNF. Yeah. Like if I'm really hating something and it's like causing a problem, it's okay to like leave it unread and just accept that this is not a book I like. I think that's going to be really important because you're going to be, you know, like challenging yourself with reading your TBR and then also being like, oh, but I don't want to finish it. So I feel like those are kind of conflicting like mentalities. But if you're like giving yourself that like permission that you can DNF, then like, you know, like either keep the book, put on your shelf downstairs or give it away or whatever. Like, yeah, at that point or don't leave it on that. Don't leave it on your TBR just because you didn't finish it. And I'm definitely going to like, but I'm also going to be a little bit, I'm trying to be a little bit more open to the like, okay, this is just not the book right now. Yeah. Totally. Like, let's just start something else and try this again another day. Like, maybe, like, and that makes it a little easier yeah, for me for of sure. like, I will pick it back up <laughs> instead of it's like forever done. So that's kind of that. I, I also made a pages goal. I 
I don't know if this is going to even be high enough. I'm trying to just guess. And I do have a lot of shorter books that I'm hoping to get through. Mm -hmm. So I did take about the average amount of books or pages that I read and I just timed it by 75. Um, So right now I have it at 22,500. I did end up raising my pages goal last year because I was like over 50% done. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is like, I'm kind of stomping through this. Like, I think we need to raise this. So I might just raise it if I kind of feel like I'm, it's not challenging at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think that one is helpful to like keep reading the book too. Cause you're like, at least I'm adding to one of my goals kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Yeah. So how you feeling? I'm excited. I mean, I'm already starting off 2023. Pretty good. <laughs> Excellent. Um, So I'm excited to like see what I read and like get mm-hmm. to books that I've like, really excited to read mm-hmm. and yeah what about you, How are you i think feeling? i'm i'm the same i'm feeling good i'm feeling excited i am a little bit mad at alex for buying me a 1200 page book for christmas not really but <laughs> <laughs> but i did look at it and i was like wow this is a big one on the tv like yeah. this is gonna be a commitment <laughs> just a little bit but i but, mean yeah so it is part of a series as well so it might get relegated a little bit later in the year that's fair i don't know what's gonna happen there but yeah (laughs) all right well i think the next thing we should do is draw our next topic all righty all right so oh you're gonna love it you're gonna love this one because we get to talk about the best tv shows slash movie adaptations of a book Ooh, I love this. This, this one, is this is interesting. I feel like I'm gonna get immediately pulled into the bad ones, and I'm gonna have to like clear my brain. Yes, yeah. So just the good ones, just just the ones that made us happy, yeah, happy, and then we enjoyed it and didn't totally want to cry. Yeah, <laughs> I think it'll be good. It'll be fun. It's a nice kind of like simple one to just yeah. like get back into the the groove. Mm-hmm. I like that, and yeah. All right, so really quickly, let's talk about what we're currently reading slash our upcoming reads, potentially. So as I mentioned, I am reading A Venom Dark and Sweet. Mm-hmm. And I think after that, I am going to just like pick at random from the shelf yeah. up here. So that's fair. It'll be something. It'll be something that I own. And that's pretty much all I think I can <laughs> tell you. Right that's now. okay. I'm currently reading Ninth House by Leah nice. Bardugo. Actually, I was wrong. That's the yeah. Next I was like, one. I feel like you should because uh, as part of our book club, yeah. um, we're meeting January twentieth. Just so y'all know, if you want to join that, mm-hmm. um, by the time you hear this episode, they'll still give you like eight days to read to it. read it. And-, and it's to be honest, like shout out to Alex because I am really enjoying. I figured you would. I'm if really you- enjoying it. Alex definitely knows her way around the fantasy genre. Yeah, yeah. it's. And, you know, like, I like the author anyways, but, like, this is really good. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just flying through it, giving me my confidence back in reading. Fantastic. So hopefully have that finished soon, within nice. the next day or two. And then I really want to start I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy, which is an autobiography. I've heard good things. I, yeah, like, every person who's talked about it has just been, like, singing its praise, so. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm really excited. All right. I'm super excited for you. Yeah. I'm excited to go think about the best and the best and the best of TV and movie adaptations. Yes. I'm going to say the best and the worst, and we're not doing the worst. 
so yeah just the best just, of the best just the best of the best <laughs> just the a plus ones all um, right and uh yeah as megan mentioned we do have a book club mm-hmm. so it's called the 2am book club uh we mm-hmm. run it through a discord channel which will be linked in the description of this podcast so go check us out there if you want to join a book club and if you don't and you just want to find a community of people who like to talk about books go do that there too because we have channels that aren't related to the book club as well mm-hmm. otherwise any kind of final thoughts here megan uh nothing book related but shout out to my brother whose birthday is january 12th and he wanted me to wish him happy birthday so yeah. okay this is for you nick <laughs> fantastic happy birthday <laughs> nick <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Anyways. I love that so much. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, yeah. A happy birthday, Dick. <laughs> and if you want more uh, The Book Jar podcast content, we do have Instagram. And as we mentioned, we mm-hmm. do have that Discord channel. So go check us out. One of those two places. Otherwise, let us know on social media what your reading goals are. And uh, a best of luck meeting them. Yeah. All right. Happy birthday, Nick. Happy birthday, Mr. President.